welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. We've been talking about our nuts. Yeah. And we shall continue to talk about our nuts. No, no, no. I think we've exhausted that. Uh, we've, we've explored that enough. Now we're going to go on to why there were so many negative comments about our last Uplate podcast. Yes. Maybe but, I'll... Do you want me to read them? Yes. Yes. Read them out, but also because maybe you can decipher some clues in that. But just remember, if you like this, then you're going to love the Uplate podcast. And this will determine that as a verifiable fact. Go on, Ali. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I Because I don't, I haven't heard the podcast. So I don't know what these are. D- Chase says, the only comedian willing to do a shit on a podcast for the audience to hear 0.5 stars from me. <laughs> well that wasn't negative how do you get higher keep going keep going shit jordan you took a shit while on the podcast <laughs> oh my god it was amazing what other podcast would have a host take a shit while recording <laughs> Ali, i've paid i think we've we figured out the formula to comedy <laughs> Just take a shit. So good. <laughs> DJ PKD says, I've paid three months for this and you haven't delivered once on the topics you said you blokes would talk about. But oh. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> it has to be the single most offensive thing you can do. And it's universally recognized as that on North Sentinel Island, when there are strangers coming near the shoreline, <clears throat> those extremely hostile people, as an indicator that you shouldn't go onto the island, spread their butt cheeks and pull out a snakey in front of the people. <laughs> and I thank you so much for our very loyal audience. Literally, that was the entire pod. Me doing a shit and then Miss Love and I unable to breathe for the next hour yeah oh it, it was it was fucking i literally ali i literally had to <laughs> had to fucking take my earplugs out and like look away i just couldn't handle the moment i i it was like the titanic i could watch up until the the, the ship hit the iceberg i had to look away when it collided <laughs> and then and then dude when i came back post collision to the iceberg Jordan was laughing so hard that he was, <laughs> the tears were streaming down his face, streaming. And, and then remember your ribs started hurting? You're like, ah, oh, my ribs, oh, my ribs, oh. It was, it was too much. It was so good. And Ali, it wasn't There's a few planned. moments in your life, Ali, that you can determine as too funny. Yeah. You know when those happen? Well, it clearly resonated with some people because Gus said, I know you probably won't see this, but you lot actually know what a sense of humor is. And I can honestly say you, I would love to grab a beer with beer worth the pair of you and chat shit. Ali is beautiful. I've learned a lot from him. Anyway, keep being cunting disastrous. Oh, that's, I want to get well, that. Not wrong. He's right. That was our Titanic. <laughs> You're exactly right. Miss love. Yeah. was hitting the iceberg wasn't it <laughs> and like <laughs> and the, and the wiping last... the wiping <laughs> fuck Sorry. and the last uh, comment that i'll read is by ryan 
not my proudest fap. Oh, not my proudest fap. That's fucking gold. That is gold. Look, Ali, right. just on that note, because I told two that I did that. And again, streams of tears. Really? As she was belting me. Are you serious? So I got the double whammy. And I just got to ask both of you, is there a funnier skit in Jackass than that fat guy shitting into a funnel that is linked to Steve-O's <laughs> Dude, it's disturbing. He was supposed to fart, but he took a shit. <laughs> Dude, so disturbing. And I love how quickly he put it on his butt. He was so <laughs> eager to shit in it. Just to get the job done. Because obviously, you're not the one smelling that shit. Of course you'd be willing to do it. <laughs> so fucked. Every element of that made it more disturbing. And one of the unsung parts of it is that Steve-O's voice is so raspy. Yeah, it is. The introduction of, Hi, I'm Steve-O, and this yeah. is the fart helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I mean, it was great. It was, and it was so impromptu. Like, Jordan was just like, I, I gotta, I gotta, go to the, I, I gotta take shit. And I was just like, I was like, you gotta wait. And I'm like, uh, we haven't got any segments. Should we do it live? And you're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, no, let's not do it. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It was just this boom. Quick. Quick. You know what was incredible as well? We were talking about what are the elements of humor. And I was saying that that is the element of humor. And hypothesis proved. <laughs> Dude, it was. Uh, I, it was. Yeah, you're right. Just peak humor. It was like so pretty much. If you want to pay three bucks for the rest of your life, just to hear me do a shit, you can. That is now possible. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> panthera, panthera, panthera. What are you talking about? No panthera no, no, no. there. We want them to. Um, we want them to clip this because I just think it'd be funny if it got out that Jordan. Takes oh yeah, shit. yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> hey, can someone go on Cam Wilson's feed and ask him how come you've been fired from every outlet you've ever taken a job? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, who who is this person? Uh, you don't really need to know because if you just picture. Anyone who has ever been hired by BuzzFeed, you'll know exactly what he looks like. Dang, 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 dang. Say no more. But what, what, is he work for BuzzFeed? He used to. He used to work for a lot of places. <laughs> now he works for where everyone else who's a complete reject of the journalism industry works. Crikey. He's found his people. Oh, crikey. Expediently get rid of him because he's not pulling in revenue like he hasn't in every other job he's had. Oh, is, man. is Junkie bigger or crikey in terms of revenue? Jun junkie. Well, Junkie, isn't this such a strange business model? It is owned by an advertising agency. Yeah. That in itself should be a red flag. Yeah. Why the hell would you trust anything from that source? First point. Second point, 
if you look at its Facebook feed, there's many, many articles that it puts up that get literally one like. So maybe, possibly, the person that wrote it likes that article. No one else on planet <laughs> Earth does. Oh, God, that's so bleak. And yet somehow it reports year on year on year record profits. And it is because that advertising agency says, just comes up with a bunch of bullshit figures saying, donkey, we have this massive reach. And I think it's just because they're counting that they put in all of their ooh advertising slides at universities. They'll just put up something like, 18 to 25 year olds, this is how you start shaving for a house. And that's how they, they would count that, I suppose, as viewership of, oh, okay, well, that's at the cafeteria. There's 40,000 people that are at this university. Yeah, yeah that's 40,000 people that read Junkie. I swear uh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you're probably right. Can, well, I, probably. can, I, can I drop something funny, though, that I, I found quite hilarious? Like, I think I, I sort of knew this when it happened, but... <clears throat> Did you know, Ali, that I, I, in a band I used to play in, they, they did some article. That's not the important part. It's just a funny thought that my face was printed in a fucking news article um, in Pedestrian like 10 years ago. Me being like, mm, yes, with, with a band. <laughs> what, <laughs> and did fuck? it say... Make sure you check your balls every now and then, or you could end up being pesty slapped. <laughs> you know what? I wish it said that. But, but what like, did it say? Uh, it was just some like ad about a band I used to play in, uh, promoting him. Because the, because the, because well, our new friend... challenge for Twitch. Whoever finds that article will get my mini thanks. I just think it's funny we'll be reading that out. I just think it's funny that like, uh, you know. Why was I in pedestrian? It's just fucking funny to me. Like, this was like you 10 No. No. So really, that was the peak of your fame. I guess so, yeah. And it, and it flew by you like that. You're like that musician in South America that they found when he was like 80 years old and said, hey, you're a smash hit in the US. He was like, kid. That's exactly what, what I'm like. You're right. I'm exactly like that man in every way. And I'm very happy about it. Um, did they give you any shout out? Zero. Or was it just the usual? Right. Okay. So it was the usual pedestrian article. Someone paid for that to be up. And then they just put a bunch of gifts of MILFs from Real Housewives. <laughs> I don't even... Don't go there. Might... <laughs> that sounds interesting to me. Where can I get a subscription from? Oh God! I look. I don't know the details. I just think it's funny that there's a photo of me being like, mm, "Yes, I'm in a cool band." <laughs> From ten God. years ago, Jordan, <laughs> you've asked everyone to comment on Cam's stream, and anyone that comments, he is banning them and deleting their comments. Oh, <laughs> well, tell him that a video is coming his way, so he'll have a lot of comments to delete. Yeah. <laughs> Does he deserve right. it? Are you, are you, does he Absolutely, deserve he deserves it. He's scum just, of the earth. He's he one of the it. worst of the clickbait journalists. He's so sneaky. Uh, he's a complete liar as well. 
the things that he's written about me are just so untrue. And they're also just used as gospel throughout the entire mainstream media nexus. He knows how to write a little underhanded cunty attack piece and he's not getting away with it. And I will be pointing out all of his physical faults. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. More on that later. You're not just being, you're not just being mean. You're not being mean. He's being mean. His nan's going to send him another message. (laughs) Can we talk about that? That We did. We did. Oh, but I want to talk about it every week from till the day I die. It's so fucking funny. Why? I don't understand why she, like, I, I, I understand why she's offended by me because she's offended by Australian survivor. She thinks that's too red hot, but I really don't understand why it was that specific day that she decided to send the message, also known as my birthday. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That was sent. Oh, my God. On my 31st. Did it get a happy birthday? Got a, uh, what was it again? I can't even remember. But many, many, this is disgustings yeah. in a single text. But that was on your birthday. I think so, wasn't it? Dude, it was <laughs> happy. Oh, should we sing him happy birthday? Dude, but like a week uh, I think we could skip that. <laughs> okay. it, it, like he had a fucking like he had a fucking like Blade Runner 2049 birthday anyway. It was like, would you like to see an emoji from a friend? The connection is bad. Sorry. <laughs> mm, I did. Was, and my birthday. girlfriend is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's move to the first segment, which is the news. Um, Jordan. Cam Wilson sucks. This just in. (laughs) Besides that. Jesus. (laughs) On a scale of one to ten, how pissed are we with Gladys? Look, I shouldn't comment because we'll just get banned. You, You talk about it. Um... Look, I'll save she's it. Doing the best she can in a bad situation. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm just so I, I can't fathom how much I hate Gladys Berejiklian, and I'm kind of past that. George Carlin was talking about this beautiful point of Nirvana, where you kind of just take a step back from humanity, and you're just commenting on it as if it's watching a monkey juggle in the zoo. Mm. That's how I feel about Gladys Berejiklian and John Barillaro now. I, I got over the whole wave of what they're doing in New South Wales. Now I'm just sitting there like, eh, hey, now you're doing that. <laughs> I just hate how oh, this is what's kind of annoying me about her now, that she is a bit spineless. Like her view on everything just lost five days. She argues whatever she is arguing at that point with absolute certainty, convinces everyone that that's the way to do. Until five days later, she'll get pressurized by either the federal government saying that the harsh down needs to be stronger or by like Dan Andrews that uh, you, need to, you need to put in a curfew. Like why do people have to force her to do shit and why does she always succumb to it? Like, I would respect her more if she was sticking to her guns. Yeah. Like, I've got I, an answer for that. Don't you, Ali? 
Doesn't this sum up Gladys Berejiklian perfectly when you understand this little piece of the jigsaw puzzle? From everybody that I've talked to in New South Wales Parliament, they all say something along the lines of, all she cares about is maintaining cabinet. So that kind of guise of stability. Well, she builds cabinets, does she? That's all she gives a shit about, is making sure that everyone in her cabinet room is happy enough that she can maintain power. But for no end, for no end other than she gets to say, this bridge is going to be very good for Southwest Sydney. Yay! That's it. That's so, uh, what Clunell, what's the Sky News guy, what's his name? Uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Clunell. That's who, that was his point, like, for some time, that he is essentially, that she is essentially, um, her entire COVID strategy now is how to make sure she gets re-elected. Yeah. Well, that's her strategy for everything. But well, I suppose that, on, that, that is all strategy, But it's more, she's actually just worried about getting rolled. Well, it turns out that there are talks within the government to roll her. Well, there has been from day one. It's just that she's had such a powerful public image. The Gladys Glow, that definitely exists. She's one of the most popular premiers in New South Wales or has been in recent history up until recently. And now that there is all of this COVID stuff coming through and people are actually forced to pay attention to premiers for a second, no one likes what they see. So I think Don Perrottet knows that this is his chance to strike. What's with this? I've been reading about this, but I don't know what's going on. What's Apparently he's embroiled in some scandal, like Wolf of Wall Street scandal. Do you know anything about that, Chad? Yeah, vaguely. I just know the bare bones of it. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't even know the bare bones of it. It was something to do with MIDI something or other, but uh, I, I should look into it, but I don't. All I care about these days is what the hell? Platypus died in this river. Disgraceful. Right on. And they died in that river as well. That's also disgraceful. <laughs> Doubly disgraceful. But uh, Michael West was arguing, whatever that scandal is, the Wolf of Wall, Wolf of Wall Street scandal. Yeah, of course. Saying, he was saying that that's because, like, it's strategic. Like, there are forces behind the curtain that want to make sure that Gladys stays there for whatever reason. Oh, yes, sure. there is. But that's because of the factions within the Liberal Party. But I will say this. The developer faction really wants Gladys Berejiklian to be there. And it's because she's weak. She constantly tries to make people happy within the government. I understand, actually, her caving to John Barillaro, for instance, because he can always just say, I'm going to leave the government. He can just constantly threaten to press the nuke button. And so, obviously, everyone goes, okay, what are your demands? So I do understand right. her caving to him, but everyone in her government, <clears throat> just resign. You know, surely you can write some book where you have this specific picture of you on the front. <laughs> Name the being decisions. What picture? This, don't you think? <laughs> the woman who tried to time. save Australia. Mm. No, don't you think if it's a political book, it has to be- well, What about this? Girl boss. <laughs> no, no, it has to be something more like um, 
something sort of like, you know, like the rose bush above Parliament Hill. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Is that a sex thing? <laughs> no, no, just just ambiguous enough, just ambiguous shit that sounds romantic and and like creative about Canberra, just sort of like, you know, like I don't know, fucking Parliament bed of thorns. Mm. And you know what? I would buy that book because I really want to see the area that she lives in. That's all I care about these days is looking at pictures of the Northern beaches and thinking, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Don't we all don't. Well, we do you, all? Ali, are you at that point where you can actually uh, Jack from labor avid listener of this podcast, he summed it up so well that, you know, that you've reached adulthood when you go to a country town and part of the tourism is looking at the Ray White window and going, how much your house is here? 800,000. You're full bedroom, not bad. <laughs> That's, that is a very Aussie thing. Yeah, it's, it's Aussie dad. Aussie dad. Aussie men love looking at houses. Aussie and I men. always do it for yeah. the rest of my life. I used to hate going to these on Saturdays and then something all of a sudden clicked in my head and I was like, is that, is that Redwood timber, is it? <laughs> when was this built? 40. Yeah, it still holds up. It makes sense though, because it's the boomer Bitcoin. These guys mm. bought like apartments and houses for $50,000 that are worth minimum $1.6 million now. Like it is, it was Bitcoin for them. So they of course they'll be obsessed. Yeah, but like everything, it was just way slower than Bitcoin. Mm. Don't you think it was, don't... A, it was a, what, 30-year-long game? It's a long yeah. time to invest. But every two <laughs> years, it, like, appreciates by $100,000. That is not... Well, every two months, let's be real. Yeah, well, at this point, it is. So it makes sense. Like, I remember when I first came to Australia, I was a teenager, and my uncle, who's been here since the 60s, um sat me down and he was like the key to being australian and living the dream is to buy a house if you want to survive in this country you must buy a house and i was like all right well that helps me considering i make 200 dollars a week right now <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like i meant a toy house ali even if it is a replica you must buy a house <laughs> yes. something He's like, no, he did say, if you can't buy a house, get like a, a, a motor home <laughs> or something. Are you sure this guy wasn't a straight, this guy was, this is an Aussie talking, right? No, this guy is a Paki who sneaked into Australia pretty much right after white Australia policy ended, I think. He's been well, here since ages, but still I mean, has the thickest accent you'll ever hear. He kind of deserves to be here with that attitude. He's, he's you know, he's an Aussie. Oh, dude, Miss Love, you'd love him. You would love this character. He is really? insane. He's really? um I always describe him as that character from the Dave Chappelle skit where he's where Dave Chappelle is a blind black man, but he's also racist because he doesn't know he's black. <laughs> yeah. That's what my uncle is. Yeah, really. He's constantly talking about how um annoying and useless any other race aside from white people are, and amongst <laughs> the white people. Jews are at the top of the ladder. You should aspire <laughs> to be Jewish. 
very clever man. Very clever. <laughs> Constantly shitting How is on that man Pakistani? <laughs> he, he, according That's to, the whole thing. He's not, is he? Well, at this point, he isn't. But he tells me that the reason why he came to Australia was because he used to work in a factory in Pakistan when he was young. And one time they were all chilling at like a lunch break. And he's just, just like, guys, am I the only one? But Muhammad sucks balls. <laughs> I will not hear this on Schwammer FM. <laughs> you should. And they chased him with a with a fucking knife. Oh my god. Yeah. And he bounced to Australia. <laughs> they chased him with a knife. Well, that's that's his story. Explain. How the fuck did he get in? Um he probably came as like a visitor and just never left. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right. Just that used to be a, that used to be a legitimate immigration strategy back in the day. That you just come here on a visit visa, wait for a couple of years until the government announces an amnesty and says, "All right, whoever is already here gets citizenship, but from now onwards, this is not on." And as soon as they get citizenship, they tell all their friends, "Guys, you got two more years to come in." <laughs> Fuck. That, that used to be a thing dude i know one of my uncles i probably shouldn't say this but one of my uncles came to australia different uncle um how many fucking uncles how big is your family a million so yeah, he okay. he came to australia he lived here uh, he came on a visit visa stayed here for a couple of years uh decided that uh i don't know i think i want to go back and because he was on a visit visit visa for two years, he was technically illegal. The Australian government says they announce an amnesty saying anyone over here, they'll give them citizenship. This is like in the 70s. And he's like, nah, fuck this. I want to go back to Pakistan. He surrenders himself, gets deported. Six months later, decides, you know what? That was a stupid decision. I want to go back changes his name till this day his name is changed oh my applies God. for another visit visa comes here stays here for another two years and eventually gets citizenship what, what? migrant success story <laughs> that, uh, this, this and you know what i bet you he is taught in schools in pakistan of like the bravest man to have ever lived i love how like i love the how most like average man ever because that's everyone's story from that era. oh is it yeah, but you Dude. can't do that shit now. But well, I was that gonna used say, to be a thing. Yeah, because I was going to say, like... With, like, Aussies wearing sideburns and being way more chill. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the 70s so relaxed? I don't know. It was, wasn't it? You could smoke on planes, man. Yeah. It well, really you... does sort of be, seem to be the peak of society because, again, back to the houses... Everyone that I'm talking to, because now I'm obsessed with property developers, they all say that if you want to buy a house in Australia, you buy one from the 70s. That's when the technology got better. Regulation was there. So you still had a really sturdy house. And it looks like you're in the Brady Bunch as well. Like you just walk in there and you're like, I, I really should grow an Afro. You know, like it's a nice feeling. It was a nice vibe about the 70s. It was a cool era. Yeah, apparently, uh, my auntie also tells me that you could, like, you know how now if you get on the dole or if you go to Centrelink, there's a whole process and everything. Apparently, back in the day, you just showed up and they gave you a check. Yeah. And you know what? My dad what? did that. He just traveled around in a combi 
And then he'd pick up his doll check at the post office and say, yeah, I'm going to be in Nimbin in two weeks, so can you post it onto there? And then the guy, obviously, again, with sideburns, yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, again, yeah. Do you want a joint for the road? Mm, a lot, but yeah, I'll take another one, thanks. And I think the whole thing, he just lived off cans of tuna and weed for an entire decade. Doesn't that sound... Oh. Doesn't that sound like a great existence? And that's just... Something that Australians don't do anymore, unless well, they're surfies. But it's just there was a period in Australia where everyone was a surfie, from yeah. homeless man to prime minister. That they was also had like a picture of a yin and yang poster in the background and a unicorn flying through space. <laughs> that was just, that happened. It, would awesome. you rather live in that time again? I would. I, I think it would have been a nice year. It seems and like. Everything that my parents talk about when they say, what were you doing in the 70s? What were the activities that you were doing? And they'll be like, oh, you know, we played Dungeons and Dragons. And um, and back then it was cool. Like there was a black guy sitting around doing Dungeons and Dragons and he looked exactly like Jimi Hendrix. He wasn't one of those skinny guys that's into Dune now. Um, we were into astral traveling. That's what we did on the weekend. We astral traveled. <laughs> so true. By the way, isn't that amazing? Like, and that's that. Sorry, I just really need to impress that. I'm not joking when I say that. They said that they used to sit around, do acid or smoke weed, and then get out some hippie book with some woman on the front with fuzzy hair saying, How to unleash a past life. And then they'd I don't know if they were tricking themselves or they actually did astral travel. Who the fuck knows? Maybe there was just a little window in the dimension consciousness of the world where you could. And they'd just be like, yeah, yeah, I just went back to like the Middle Ages. It's pretty smelly, man. I'm not going to lie. The 70s is better. Have <laughs> <laughs> so you true. tried astral projecting, Jordan? No, I'm too scared. I have because no. of that. Yeah, because of- Why come uh, you never told me? Well, I told you it was ages ago. It was because of your mom's book. Your mom what? had a book about yeah. astral projection, which I yeah. borrowed. And- uh, How the fuck didn't she tell me this? And <laughs> I tried it to the T. Yeah. I was not successful, but I think I was close. <laughs> Well, what's close? Astral projection. Well, like, so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to lie down in the dark and you're supposed to like feel your movement and you're supposed to picture a rope that is extending towards your belly and you want to um you want to like climb on that rope without actually using your hands or anything just with your mind and then apparently you can astro project or project and they said that the cue of that happening was you'll start to get really sweaty and you'll leave. I got to the sweaty bit, but I couldn't get to the bit where, like, I look at my <laughs> body just sleep. I got to the sweaty bit. Well, you're always at the sweaty bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a sec. We all did, did you, Ali? Is it because you wigged out that you stopped, or was it that you were trying really hard and then you fell asleep? I don't think I had the the sort of uh, mental alertness that this uh, activity demanded like i i was too in my head i suppose you're just supposed to keep practicing it until it happens 
but I also wasn't on, on acid or anything. Like I was doing this sober. So I maybe you need acid for it to work. Maybe, but I think that was a bit of an exaggeration. I think they either did acid or astral project. I mean, they were smoking weed the whole time, but it was 70s weed. It was really strange. It was like yeah. cigarettes were way stronger and weed was way weaker. And it's yeah. just gone the other way. Yeah, I think weed then was basically just smoking a vape. Same level of head fuzz. Yeah, Ali, Ali, that's what Ali. everyone says because you hear this from boomers all the time that they smoked weed in the 70s and then the 80s hit and then all of a sudden the sidebirds just magically fell off and then they opened up their wardrobe and it was filled with suits. And so they just went through the rest of their lives like that. And then their teenage kids started smoking weed and then they had that and they were just like, fuck, this is stronger than acid from the 70s. You hear that so frequently. But it just seems like a way more mild time. I swear to God, that is maybe the only reason that that 70s show worked as a show and that 80s show didn't. What, the sideburns? Yeah, look, okay, let me just go back. 50% of it was the sideburns. The other 50% was the fact that the era itself just feels relaxing. Like, when I think about it, I feel like, yeah, those jumpers that everyone wore that seems like their nan made them for them they seem comfy mm. just there was less people in the world the environment wasn't fucked everyone was kind of just a bit hippie but not as grungy and gross as the 60s i've got nothing but positive things to say about it and i think it's all coming from the fact that snoop dog once pointed out that everybody's always trying to go back to the 80s man 70s i've got three words for y'all Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snoop and that story reminds me, when are you advocating for legalizing marijuana in Australia, Jordan? Are you advertising that? <laughs> advocating, not every well, same. Y- yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> A bold move. I remember there was some guy on Patreon who sent us a message saying, I am an advocate of legalizing weed. Every time you mention it, I will chuck $10. Well, let's Whoa. see if he's good for it. Jesus. <laughs> this was also You've done it, so cough up. That's a lot. That's crazy. Like, oh, I, know, I, know, I think I know who that, that is. That was $10 for Ali. I'm so proud of you, man, that that is your economic activity, that you can just come on some shitty Zoom camera and say, I endorse legal marijuana. <laughs> and that's worth money. I remember it was almost getting legalized during Tony Abbott's time. Like, I don't know what the holdup is. They were supposed to introduce like weed oil or something. I think they did. CBD. Well, I don't know. It's not available in the market. I tell you that. What? Okay. So weed oil, not just stuff that you use to, you know, make candles or whatever. Yeah, but then they also ruin it. They take out all the good stuff from it and leave the bad stuff. What's the bad stuff? The bad stuff is the body high. The good stuff is mental high. Well, that's for you. Really? Well, nah, yeah, you're right. Look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think, uh, you know, getting two liters of weed butter 
and turning that into like six brownies is maybe too much. Maybe. Oh no, that is that's insane. Screw edibles. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Again, two. Mitsub doesn't need edibles. Look at him. Dude, I fucking <laughs> I fucking smoked weed. I so I got this natural bush off Shamwan. And oh, like actually, yes, sorry to interrupt you, but can we reconstruct the conversation that we had this morning? Because Ali needs to weigh in on this. What con- what what conversation? I was I, I have a really controversial opinion, Ali, that uh, The Godfather 1 and 2 are good films. And, like, I know that that isn't controversial to the world, but it is to Miss Love. <laughs> That's well, not accurate. I'm just sick of... This is my situation with talking about movies to Jordan. <clears throat> um, hey, Jordan, have you seen any good gangster movies? Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Godfather 1 and 2. Okay, cool, yeah, they're great, I know. Hey, can I recommend this other one? Sure. Did you watch it? Yeah, man. I just watched. Re- ended up rewatching the Godfather one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. I've got this other sick gangster movie. I was wondering. You should check it out. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, sweet. Okay. Hey, man. Did you watch that movie? Oh no, I ended up watching uh, Godfather two. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, hey, dude, I found this other sick movie. Uh, so Bronx Tale, this other one called Once a Time in America. Amazing. I'd say better than the Godfather. Are you know, I think you should watch it. Okay. Hey, man. Did you watch it? No, I watched the Godfather three. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, sweet. Um, hey man, I've got found this other really cool movie uh, about this mafia movie. Um, I was just wondering, like, uh, I think I think you should watch it. You're gonna watch it, yeah, sweet. Hey man, did you watch it? Nah, man, I reread the script for The Godfather One, and I found this little nuance where, like, you know, when like the uh, Corleone broke his arm, and you know how he put that orange in his mouth? It was actually a tangerine. Okay, uh, <laughs> sick. How many more times are you going to fucking either watch The Godfather or read a fucking analysis or transcript of it? Till, till you die? Okay, till you die. Okay, cool. Well, maybe on your 99th birthday, I'll get you to watch a fucking Bronx Tale if I'm fucking lucky. Ali, <laughs> that was a bit of an exaggeration. Not like, much, though. Yeah, Not but I, I, I mean, look, both of us are lying about both of our stances True. on it. The reality of the situation is... We both like it. Miss Love thinks it's a good film. Of course. I'm just offended that he doesn't think it's one of the top 10. I think it is. I probably think it is. Do you think it's in the top 10, Ali? It is. It is. Yes. Yeah, I think. Because it was like, wasn't it the one of the first ones to explore that uh, mafia dynasty thing? It was a trendsetter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've been doing a lot of reading into YouTube about it. Um, so that's a bit of a contradiction at Oxymoron. I've been watching YouTube videos about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, instead of watching Coming to America or whatever it's fucking called. Coming to America. No. I, the number two. No, it's not Coming to America, you fuck. There's a movie, Ali. Okay, I'll let Jordan go on. But I watched this movie called Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, yeah, the Robert De Niro one, right? Yes, and I knew nothing about it. And I thought I'd seen all the fucking classics, the the, cla- the most classic films made. I thought I'd seen at least most of them. And it, this movie fucking floored me. I thought it was fucking amazing, incredible. Because it was all about the vibe. I slept through that movie twice. I cried. It's too long. That's what everyone says. It's not too long. There's a and fucking- most of it is about like some kid. You suck, dude. I cried. 
I cried too because no, you didn't. You slept, and and yeah, most of it's about a kid because the kids fucking the only ones know how to live in this goddamn world. It's, it was poignant and emotional and intense and fucking beautiful. Anyways, enough about Once Upon a Time. Coming back to Godfather, Jordan. Did you know? Fun fact: that cat on Marlon Brando's lap was not supposed to be there. Well, he, he just, just rested on it. He just he's such a beanbag that it was I naturally. Found I can't it. believe we're having this conversation again. Oh, the cat just rested. Oh, I can't believe the cat. I can't believe a free-thinking animal. That that's that for a living rests on things rested on an actor. Uh, you know, I might rewatch that fucking uh, analysis of The Godfather myself. You should because he Marlon Brando was the first. What's it called? Uh, the first method actor, apparently. And he was so into character. People oh, around him boss. thought that it was stupid that a crime boss is holding a cat, but he knew. That revolutionary you <laughs> holding a cat was gonna <laughs> set the sails of cinematic history from then on but don't pretend that, be it amazing didn't if that he didn't do that in a parallel universe you look at the ratings on rotten tomatoes and it gets like a 12 percent <laughs> <laughs> no, cat, no cats 10 percent <laughs> yeah but uh i was looking into it you know what the meaning of the godfather is ali both of those together, because it was from the book. Isn't this great? You know, the little puppet hand thing? Yeah. It's mostly a movie about you can't really pick your destiny. It's just wheels within wheels of destiny happening, that he was a migrant that came there because he saw his family get blown away. He was a little bit more psycho than... The uh, Don Homer guy in the white suit walking around, which I've got to say, probably the greatest character in filmic history, how he just pops up is like, ah, to me, where did my beak, huh? That guy's great. Only second to that senator that's just like, I don't like your kind in my country with your oily hair and slick shoots. That guy was sick. And <laughs> isn't, he, isn't it one of the most amazing? I really feel like just playing that clip in a John Barillaro video we do. Dude, okay. How about this? Godfather one, two, and three can be replaced with just this one phrase. The thug life didn't, I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me. Did you know that that was the real meaning of it? Well, yeah, that also became the real meaning of every fucking cry movie after that, that like, oh, they're not like born this way. It's the circumstances that they're in that makes them deal with situations that way. God, because that's so strange because I've told myself this a couple of times now, but I'm such an idiot that when I watched it, I was just like, Don Corleone has been pissed off. You don't want to piss off. John, <laughs> Al Pacino is kicking ass the movie. I thought it was just mostly just like, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. But there's more subtext to it than that. That's all I was just, I was amazed by that. The fact that, yeah, it was just like, I didn't choose this life. The life chose me. And then also the fact that that last shot of The Godfather 2 where he's staring out and there's no one around. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Yeah, but it's a bit like 
did you know that Ben Hur? There's like it, there's some pretty scary, like just you know, just in case you haven't seen Ben Hur yet. <laughs> there's a Trojan horse, dude. I don't know if there is. I haven't seen Ben Hur. I don't know what it's about. I, I'm thinking of Troy. I just assume <laughs> Troy is Ben Hur. <laughs> that is the opposite of Ben Hur. As Troy. if it's the opposite of Ben Hur. They're like similar era. But anyway. No. What do you mean, no? Oh, no, the similar era in the sense that the movies are based on similar, but they were yeah. made like at least 60 years apart. Yeah, but the same fucking world. All right. Sorry, Jordan, what are you saying? I'm just saying what you were saying of I didn't choose the thug life, the thug life chose me. It was incredible because I was just telling him the meaning of the Godfather and then he said, yeah, 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 I've been watching a really... Like he said, I've been watching the exact opposite of that, right? <laughs> he gets high. Just you, you pick up the story from here, miss. You tell, you tell everyone how you spent your Saturday. <clears throat> you, I'm not sure what story you're, you're alluding to. You're going to have to start me here. You got high. Oh, <laughs> say no more. Say no more. Uh <clears throat> So I, I, yeah, like I won't go into the history of my, of me, my relationship with lady marijuana. But he freaks out on it. I freak out on it. And I smoked, I, I had this like bush weed. So I was like, yeah, it's bush weed. Like it'll be fucking chill. Like it has to be, it's, it's smell. It's like, it's basically grass. Like it's grass. It's the shit on the lawn, you know? So I smoked it once or twice before. It seemed pretty mellow. So I was like, fuck it. I had half a joint. You know, and uh, these ones, like. <sighs> holding it in vibes, you know. I don't know why I did that. I didn't have to demonstrate the time period. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, it was effective, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was now right there with you in the room. <laughs> now we know exactly how high you were. So no wonder I'm... he's not impressed by Francis Ford Coppola's work. <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean it's, it's, i don't know how i don't know if this story's I'll, I'll i'm curious to see what jordan's interested in about it but basically i i smoked it and then i was like in the kitchen and then bam my like my old friend uh psychosis just went knocking on the door dunk 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 it's your old friend you know psychosis at which point i locked myself in my room turned all the lights off and was just like eh. Ah, I was just like freaking out sort of at some point managed to, I, I, it was like that thing in the Simpsons where like Barney drinks the thing and it's like, blah, blah, and it's just like, ah, ah, and then drinks the six pack of beer and the elephant crushes the monster. Like I just grabbed a bottle of wine. I was like, old friend, help me. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and uh, I needed to, I, I, I was like, I need to somehow weigh this out. Like, like panic attack mode. And then I was like, I got to watch something. I put Seinfeld on. That would that was like putting on 2001 a Space Odyssey. So I was like, I can't handle that. I can't handle that. It's too intense. How so, the fuck was that too intense? It don't it just was. That's how fucked I was. I couldn't handle it. And it then so designed for making you unwind. I don't know what to tell you, man. What you were looking at it and Jerry had that as usual mildly judgmental face on and you were thinking 
He knows. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, they're actually really mean to each other. I can't handle this. I need a fluffy rainbow. Don't be mean to each other. So. Uh, oh, right. Well, look, just for anyone, this is a great tip. If you're ever wigging out on anything, don't do what Miss Love does, which is watch Scarface. Um, hey, V for Vendetta, then Scarface. Watch something like SpongeBob SquarePants or... Yeah. <laughs> Why did I watch Scarface that time? So fucking dumb. I don't know. But yeah, just make sure that you watch kids shows. Yeah. That's great for making you mellow, but... Absolutely. You know. Anyway, I obviously didn't learn my lesson because I then was like, I need something. I need something. So I went for Bad Boys for Life. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you. So good. And this guy's sitting there with snide opinions about The Godfather (laughs) 2. Damn straight I do. You're fucking, you're a joke. You really are. You're a joke. You haven't seen what, you haven't seen any movies apart from The Godfather. You can't talk. Oh my god! I just sometimes you say things that are just so offensive. You've seen this is what you've seen: The Godfather's parts one to three and Faulty Towers. That's all you've watched. I haven't seen Faulty Towers. What are you fucking just <laughs> bullshit? You haven't. How have That's... we been friends for fifteen years? I really don't understand where your mind is. That's all you've watched. You haven't seen. You just think that I've seen Faulty Towers because in your mind I'm Manuel. Is that the deal? (laughs) Okay, sorry, not Faulty Towers. SpongeBob. All right, you happy? And Sunrise. Give me my (laughs) juice. Anyway, this movie completely fucked me up. It was so fucked. It was disturbing beyond reproach. And. Yeah, is that is that the long and short of it, Jordan? I was then also had like flashbacks to the to it for two days after the end. Yeah, but I've also got to point this out, right? That could only happen to Miss Love. <laughs> and Why? while Ali, think about this. You know this from knowing this man. While he is sitting there being dismissive of the meaning of the Godfather of I chose, I didn't choose the thug life, it chose me. I wasn't being dismissive. His life is just the Godfather 2 story. It's just like, (laughs) it really is from beginning to end of, "Mm, I know for a fact that marijuana doesn't make me feel good. So I try it anyway. Then I feel bad. Then I feel sorry for myself. Then I go sit down because it's all too much. Then I watch a really shit movie and it freaks me out more. <laughs> I didn't choose the bum life. It chose me. <laughs> you know what? Man, he's not right. He's not wrong, sorry. He's not wrong. I'm not wrong. You really are it couldn't have been more of that little hand with the fucking puppet strings over the top of it if you tried it's the story of your life is your saturday i know just constantly knowing something's bad trying it again and going oh that's why it's bad Uh oh i know it's so annoying and like then watching a joke of a film 
and being scared about how much of a joke it is <laughs> and sitting through it. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's not bad, I tell you. It's not bad. What you've mm. seen, Bad Boys for Life. I have seen every movie that's been mentioned thus far. <laughs> Holy shit. How? I've seen Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life. Because I'm a kid from Pakistan. Those are the two movies that we watch as part of our curriculum Bad Boys and Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Dude, you've seen yeah, that. Uh, we could flash up a picture of Ali's older brother. That statement would all make sense. <laughs> like, you know for a fact that that guy likes bad boys. But it's so <laughs> pathetic, bad boys for life. It's just like... Yeah, what did you think bigger. about bad boys then, for life? Uh, huh? Sorry, I cut you off. I just want to know Ali's opinion on the movie. But I, yeah, go on, go on. I don't mind it. I'd give it a 6.8 out of 10. What about that whole insane story about the fucking Mexican uh, like drug cartel going to kill these guys? What the hell was that about? Well, you need a villain in any narrative and they needed to make a good film. Why is every fucking movie's villain now drug cartels? Like, is Hollywood that out of ideas? Every single one. That's the US, man. There's a reason why Pablo became the richest guy in the world. Like, Americans love drugs. (sighs) Well, I I guess you've won this round. (laughs) All right, okay. How about we move to some, because we're nearing the end of the pod. Let's move to some segments real quick. First one is... Was the Godfather 3 that bad? (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. Segment 5. In in the reading of The Godfather 1, did the second brother hate The Godfather as much as the first or not as much? Mm, Discuss. (laughs) No, we, we might hold off on discussing that. But there's a new study which shows that Australians aren't having any babies and that's a problem. Well, I can Shit. sum that up in two words. Housing affordability. No, I was going to say X go. videos. Oh, is that really? Well, I don't know. Nah. No way. Part it, of... it is housing. It's housing. But it could be X videos. I, well, there is a thing of like the fertility rate is dropping. We're now like at 50% the levels of 1980. I yeah, that's, that's because of pesticides. That's microplastics. Maybe, but either way, there's that, and there's also um, people not wanting to have enough. People not wanting to have kids. What do you guys say? Should we encourage more unprotected boning? You know my opinion. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> No, go on. Let everyone know how filthy you are. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, yes. It's funner. They should have kids. That's all I'm saying. They okay. should have kids. Put but, out. Are you going to have kids? Who? You, miss. Fuck yeah, dude. I suppose one- it doesn't really matter to us. The TikTok story is all about women. But with us, yeah. Well, it is actually just Miss Love busting a final nut, having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, Jordan, do you, do you want to have kids? Jesus Christ. Sorry, go on. I don't want to have kids. I feel it's my duty to the country. <laughs> because your semen is that important. <laughs> Damn straight. Well, no, I just honestly think that, yeah, this, there's some element of narcissism to this, but there's also an element of re- uh, reality, which is everyone else that I know that's having kids are like dodgy plumbers and shit cunt ex-football players. It's all these dumb asses. It's the that's idiocracy not- thing. You have to cancel them out. Yeah, that's true because that's not exclusively true. Remember our our dear friend who's got a who's got a kid with one on the way? No. The who is it? The man that works is associated with let's councils? say councils, correct? Oh yeah, that guy. And See, that's the other thing. He's ethnic. I've got to cancel them out as well. Sure, <laughs> oh, ethnic. Oh, wait. I don't know if you are. I don't know how you define that. But, um, but no, yeah, I, he's a legend, but he's a rare exception. Do you want to my Most of the people of our generation that I know that are having kids shouldn't be having kids. They shouldn't own dogs. Yeah. I've uh, always wanted to have kids, but now I consider if you don't have kids then you have a better standard of living. And that is something that is discouraging me. <laughs> I mean, that's not really true. Like at a certain point, fucking it is, you need to have more income, but it's like, dude, send them to public schools, fucking shop, fucking eat black and gold, whatever. But well, how that's do we- the big reason that I want to wait until I can have kids because I really don't want them to have the same upbringing as me. Fair. Don't you reckon that like, well, I was quite... having leftovers three nights in a row. Can we at least aim for two? Yeah, I mean, I had. That's I... actually one of the worst reasons to have kids because then you're gonna fucking impose these weird things that you have going in your mind that are related to your childhood. The best way to have kids is to just let them be. I think. What, like no. a fucking Lord of the Flies? That's a that's terrible advice. What are you talking? But like, if you why? What 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 different do you want to do with your kids? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to not be insane. That'd be a good start. Well, you've lost there already. Yeah, you. Right. This is the thing. I luckily I'm dating an IA, so like, <laughs> so that that does cancel that out. It's fortunate in that circumstance. Uh, you know what else I want to do? I want to read a lot of parenting books. Haven't even yeah. gotten into that field yet, but like everything else in life, some 80s guy with a gay cop moustache and a really peaceful, serene face standing in front of some Hawaiian beach has never steered me wrong in the past. I'm reading those books about parenthood. Screw it. I'm reading Bill Cosby's book about parenthood. Oh, geez. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now you say Panthera, Ali. <laughs> Bill Cosby on now parenting. Now you say Panthera. I wouldn't trust that. But no. uh, Miss, do you think like part of us, like our generation, yeah. not having more kids has to do... You know how like in Japan, most of the population is asexual? Do you think that shit's creeping in here? Well, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say to the same degree. I mean, everyone knows affluence goes up. Uh, 
kids child production goes down generally it happens everywhere like it's happening slowly in china but exceptions to the rule of that nah i mean yeah there's exceptions like here and there but generally i'm just trying to remember where they are but you're right urbanization usually does it but urbanization but like you know i think culturally there might be a slight shift in australia's perception of um having kids traditionally it's it's been a big thing and it's super important and it's super it's it's like a very important thing to do generally speaking i think that might be shifting a little bit probably because of like you know the internet and like netflix and also housing affordability and all that shit but my opinion is if you have i think it should be your choice obviously but i think that if you forego having kids, you will miss out on some something extremely profound in your life. Something extremely, uh, one of the most enriching things. Challenging, definitely, but like one of the most enriching things you could ever do. Why would you? Why would you deny yourself of that? Yeah, and dying alone kind of sounds not appealing to me. Yeah, I mean, I just like kids too. <laughs> Oh God, Miss, you shouldn't have admitted that. Now you'll get in trouble. Oh yeah, what are you talking? Yeah, Marcus Dibble was just caught out. We don't need <laughs> I lo- oh yeah, sorry, I'll be taking that. Yeah, yeah, I like kids. It's just conclusive. <laughs> pedo alert. He's a pedo. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that's so you think it is like Cam Wilson is snooping around? <laughs> Who? Oh right, dead <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Like, can we just call him that from now on? No, let's Fuck not him. throw out not, accusations. His name is Cam Wilson. His first name is Fuck. His last name is Head. Dude, we're, <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not. Let, let, can we go one pod without throwing out a random, inconclusive pedophile accusation? Well, we've already blown that this time. We'll aim for it next, Mister. <laughs> Why don't we start a campaign? Do not pull out. Yeah, I think it's necessary. <laughs> I think you keep forgetting that we're not in Pakistan anymore. <laughs> or instead of uh, in Pakistan, it'd be for the love of Allah, pull out. Right, right. No, no, it wouldn't. It'd be yes, for it the would. love. It's so meek. Dude, if oh. there's one thing Pakistan doesn't need, it's more kids. Right, gotcha. <laughs> well, you guys have been there. I don't I don't know. Yeah, there's plenty of kids. All right. Well, so things aren't hopeless. If Miss Love believes that having kids is important, then I suppose. But doesn't that like support the idiocracy point of view? <laughs> oh, brutal. I'm rich. I'm rich kidding. coming from but like, come I've, on. Had, I've had life. He does experience. have a point. You're not ready to have kids <laughs> if you're smoking weed when you know you can't and then feeling bad about it. And then the the, the peak, the, the, the way that you remedy that is watching bad boys for life. I uh, didn't say I'm ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> You might have your you might have your books marks, Ali, but I got a little thing you don't have. Life experience. <laughs> yes, you do. Street smart experience. You have spent more hours under a Croatian bridge being homeless than I have. That is not just that counts the bridge. For something. Inside buildings more than you have as well, my friend. I think Ali would be a good dad, and I think Miss Love would be a good granddad. <laughs> And I think I'd be bad at both. I don't, I don't think you'd have kids. No, I'd be neutered, but that's I'll, skip. Somehow 
if if Ali if Ali had kids, he'd put him in that little fucking he'd put him in that fucking little dog cage. Yeah, you are very upset by my dog cage, Miss Love. Do you think I don't treat my dog well? I think uh, I think you put Did your dog, dog in the prison. That question. Hey. I think the dog cage answers. The- <laughs> yeah, I think the dog cage speaks for itself there. <laughs> that's coming. That's strong coming from you, miss. Why is that? Um, well, that'd be too harsh, but whatever. Oh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> didn't, didn't you get bored of one? Oh. <laughs> oh. Shucks, fuck. I'm uh, <laughs> lucky that Miss Love can't leave his bed. I would beat He's the like shit out of you. Into it. I would, I would, I would pummel you. That, that's like, that's like, I'd punch you as hard as I'd pummel Christo. Fuck me. I'm glad that this is on Zoom. Then. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, uh, you've made. Hey, a, it had to made, be done. You've made an enemy for life, my friend. <laughs> no, no, you are very, very kind Damn. to your dog. But just I don't like the idea of a bed hating me. Fuck. I now I am now enemies with most people in, in at Friendly Geordies. I gotta leave this fucking shit. Yeah, that is true, actually. The only, cunt, the only cunt I'm not an enemy with is like I think it's like 50-50 now. I'll, you've made the list. Uh uh what's your name? Packy man. I'll just call you Packy Packy cunt from now on. <laughs> If we yeah, look at your much. enemies list, is it exactly the same as Richard Nixon's? <laughs> I don't know. Is Christo and Ali on the fucking Richard Nixon's list? Let's be honest, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was he was writing down Ali's name and being like, is that is that Henry Kissinger? No, no, no. He might be useful later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, so our conclusion is have more kids. That's the point. Yeah. Um, I think that that actually is a really good idea that if you are listening to this podcast, you should be having kids. Yeah. Because I think smart. that there's no shame in it. And anybody that is saying, should I not have kids because the environment's going to be so bad that they'll be growing up in a horrible world. If you're thinking that that's why you should have kids because everyone else who's having kids is thinking, yeah, fuck Tinder squeeze. And Oh fuck. How do you know it's mine? No, don't take the test. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Now I have to take double shifts in coals. Like, you know, know, like they just, those people shouldn't be having kids and they are. Do you think, do you think like uh, we should do something like China and just mandate everyone needs to have three kids? Yeah. Can't do that. Hey, what would you guys call your kids? Hmm. Something that is anglicized enough for people like miss love not to make fun of him right so reggie <laughs> no, no, no uh reggie damn ridge <laughs> you know what not a bad name for ali's kid rich he rich. does sound like he would vape a lot <laughs> he probably would. wait what would you name your kid jordan i don't know about the girl but i really want to call my son mars Mars. Are you kidding? No. After the chocolate bar or the planet? Oh, chocolate bar, of course. 
But don't you think Mars is a nice name that's underutilized? And patent pending, don't steal my name. Mm. Maybe I'm just like George Costanza with his like, Carlum question mark or whatever it was. I can't remember. <laughs> no, it was seven. Yes, yeah, seven. But I do like the idea of Mars. I think it's a really uh, alluring, mysterious name. And I wanted to call my daughter Venus, but I'm not in the 70s. But don't you, you were in the 70s and you called some hippie chick Venus? What about Uranus? Any Fuck, pattern that's on my that? Third kid. Doesn't that tell you everything of just like, you were an accident? <laughs> and it was not the anus, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why you call them that, because they're a drip child. Miss <laughs> oh. Love, do you have any names for your kids? I'm Ms. still Love raging. Too. I can't think. Um, what? what? At that? At the... I'm yes. kidding. Fuck, Miss Love. It was a joke. We you all know the circumstances. And we don't blame you. You don't know who I am these days. You know who I'm turning into? These days, if someone looks at me cockeyed, I'm, I want to punch their heads in. It's something I've changed. I'm telling you, I have changed. Well, so I'm 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 gonna eliminate the, I'm gonna eliminate everything. The dog could have said that soon. too, but never got the opportunity. Damn oh, oh. urge to kill rising. <laughs> but not enough for him to move off of his bed. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm kidding, uh, dude. I'm kidding. I was uh, I'm, so I'm trying to. The only, the only, the only death, the only, the only death reference I could say would be a little, uh, also a bridge too far to bring do it, do to it. you. I, I, you, you, you're allowed. <laughs> no, do it. Do I, it. I'm not saying anything. It's it would be like you've got a bridge too far, but it's not a doubling down game. That's not this game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I'm just kidding. I was kidding. Obviously. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. There's, all right. Uh, are, are, are you still? There's no, dead, there's no. There was no. There's no. There's no been. There's been no risk of dead animals in your house, is there? Um. Oh yeah, my cat died. Yeah. Well, cats are not really cats an animal. Is it? Dogs. Yeah, and it, but it was really old <laughs> and sick. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did like that it was de- named after a summer hit dance. Nay, nay. <laughs> no, that wasn't her name. Oh, what was it? Nini. I think the name Ninu is cuter. Actually, that was her actual name. I think on her birth certificate, it was Nino. Yeah, I like that name better. Yeah. Sounds like it's a little kid show on ABC that lasts five minutes. Shit. Jordan. Get Miss Love to snap out of this angry I can't, mode. I can't, I can't snap out of it. I can't. No, there's nothing you can do about that. He's just going to be done. Uh, I'm going to be I'm cold for the rest of the pod. Very rude to me. I will be, uh, I'm just going <laughs> to. Wait, I know the I, fix. I'd name my kid. Uh, fuck. Uh, look, I like, I like Charlie for a girl. A Akil Ali. Uh, I'd call it Sam Wilson. Charlie, <laughs> I'd call it. I like Charlie for a girl a lot. 
I don't know. Oh, guy. Fuck, uh, you're such a hipster. Why? Charlie is a boy's name. Why can't we just stick to what's the rule? You can't talk about names. Your, <laughs> your name's weirder than Charlie. And hey, so Miss is mine Lord. for that matter. Yeah, so is mine. Again, it's big coming from you. Yeah. So what? I'm, I, can, I can call it what it is. Your name's yeah, why retarded do you like and Charlie, so is mine. Though? I suppose I can't talk because I wanted to call my girl Pascal, but everyone was saying that's a boy's name. But I was like, yeah, but it's a French boy's name. That's what? more girly than an Anglo girl's name. What the fuck is Pascal? What is that? I don't know. I think it might be a chain Pastel. red stores, but yeah. Um, no, I just, I like it. I just like it. And I, I feel like that kind of name, every girl I've met that's called Charlie is like a well-adjusted uh, kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Just like, I don't know. I just like it. And for a guy, I don't know. It doesn't, for a guy who gives a shit, like, I don't fucking Rex. know. Rex. Rex. <gasps> Actually, if I have a third kid and they are a boy, I'd call them Skip. Mars and Skip. Skip is a uh... Skip's pretty good. That's that's an old man's name, though. Yeah, you grow into it. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's not bad. All right. You so don't have any girls' names, man. Imagine just calling them girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very very cruel. Miss Love, I'm kind of disappointed. You won't give her a Croatian name. No, I mean, Bibich Fivich is a nice romantic no, name. No, I would, I would do, uh, like, this is retar- This is ridiculous because there's a, <laughs> in Croatia, the name Tomislav is a lot more popular than the name Mislav, and everyone for short calls him Tom. It's insane that my parents didn't give me that name. But I might, I consider doing him a Croatian name like Tomislav because it's actually, it's, it's Tom. So if there's a if there's like an Anglo middle ground, maybe maybe Tom. Uh, no, Tom doesn't suit your personality, Miss. Well, they have the right to call you Miss Love. That is the most fitting name for you on earth. Oh man, it sounds like someone who's half a bed. I mean, I disagree. I wouldn't wish my name on anyone, but yeah. So I, I I'd maybe actually, you know what? It fits Ali as well. Ali fits Ali. <laughs> That's like such a. Isn't like all of the, isn't that like seven out of like eight, nine out of 10 people in the Middle East called that? Probably, yeah. It's popular. It's really common, yeah. Um, but yeah, I no, I wouldn't go to like some fucking hectic Croatian name. It's a curse. Like, fuck that shit. I don't understand that. Why move to like, fine, you can preserve your fucking culture and everything, but like, why may? <laughs> Why, why, why give your kid a name so that every, every time they meet someone, they go, huh? That's their fucking, that's what they meet going, what? But it's cool because it's different. Don't you think if you called your daughter Bianca, you are assuring that she's going to be hot? Yes. I was thinking just that. Biancas are hot. Don't know. No? I don't know. And well endowed. Usually. What about Scout? That's too much. Not willing doubt. No, definitely not. (laughs) So maybe in different areas, willing doubt. Scout. 
Ali was someone just messaged uh commented saying Ali was really keen on Bianca. That is true. There was a Bianca that I was very keen on. Well, I do like actually calling them Bianca more than Bianca. The, the wankier the better. The wankier the better. I mean, yeah, Mars is like rich, rich, <laughs> rich guy name. <laughs> like that's fucking it is. That's what I like about it as well. It's a status symbol. Calling your kid Mars <laughs> means that you own a tennis court. Do you yeah, know exactly. any Mars? Like, I suppose I know Bruno Mars. Other than that, I can't think of anyone. No, actually, uh, two did meet one on a shoot the other day. And he was a small gay hairdresser. And let's be honest, that probably is going to be my son. A small <laughs> Asian gay hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, boys, we're out of time. Should we Should we continue and do one more segment, which was about... Uh, someone asked me to do uh, China vis-a-vis Afghanistan, or should we just call it a night? Up late. If you want to listen to that, you pay for it. What, you want to do up late, do you? Yes, sir. All right, let's do that. All right, well, thanks for joining us tonight. We will see you guys next week. Sign up to the up late on Friendly Geordie's podcast Patreon if you want to hear Jordan take a shit. Yes, and if you want some free tea, tune into the H3H3 podcast and his beef with Trisha Paytas. Oh, God. You don't, they don't need to be plugged. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why I'm so into it. No, I like it. I'm Just a, because she's fan. got a funny-looking face. That's it. I actually kind of like that pod now. It's fucked. I don't believe I'm saying it, but I, like, I, I don't hate it. God How help. the fuck are you listening to that podcast? I'm not. It's just that every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd give it a go. And I just kind of never do. But, you know, I don't hate it. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. We don't hate hates three hates three. Actually, that's not true. I hate it. But anyways, see you guys next week. And here's the big question as well that we'll be answering on the Up Late podcast. Would Ali tap Trisha Paytas? Because I'm guessing he would. Um... No, we're finding out up late. Don't I think my girlfriend is listening to this, but the answer is yes, I would. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys next week. Okay, bye, bye guys. Jesus Christ, Ali. Baby, don't say nothing.